back to On the Block with Strick and Austin on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. We're back here on the block. Austin Norman and Eric Strickland joined now by House Carl of Famer Jay Foreman. Jay, happy Monday. Victory Monday. Yeah, man. It's, uh, I wouldn't say foreign territory, but it's good territory, right? Nice to be there. Rather here than somewhere else. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you're, you're a former running back. Two of Nebraska's go down today. That's a problem. Yeah, man. Yeah, I'm a former, former running back. I mean, I think everybody <laughs> played running back at some point in time in their career. Wasn't, wasn't coming here to play running back, but, uh, it's unfortunate news. You know, Gabe seemed like he was coming into his own a little bit. Mm-hmm. And it seems like every game he was kind of starting to kind of get momentum. And then even Ramir, you know, I felt like he was going to, his role was going to be bigger maybe this week. And he didn't make it through the first half. And then Gabe, I didn't know, I didn't think he was that hurt. So, but the good thing is, it seems like Anthony Grant, you know, took his uh, punishment or whatever mm-hmm. and then came <laughs> back. And uh, you can see he was making a really conscious effort to protect the ball. And ran pretty hard, so you know. Look, this is a time for. This is it? Isn't you know him starting now? Isn't a uh, new situation? It's just that now he has to just do it a different way, and hopefully, you know, the running back coach, um, you know, is obviously coaching him in you know where he needs to you know to help you know him you know with his expanded role. Listen, the defense has been pretty solid. Yeah, yeah. Part they have. They, yeah. they they came in and showed out in this game. You being a defensive guy, a stud, a bunch of defensive unit that has been phenomenal, <laughs> some of the best here right. in Nebraska, what are you seeing out of this defense and with the coaching staff on the defensive side of things that makes you you know, feel good about what you're seeing? Right. I mean, for them, um, number one, uh, and I guess you could say, you know, this is, it starts with Coach Rule, but in particular defense, Coach White has to be on board too, is that they came in and said, Nobody's cementing in positions. You got to earn it, and we're going to give everybody equal opportunity, right? So, you got a plenty of guys that are examples of that. Blaze Gunnerson, Singleton, Omar Brown, enough to where Miles Farmer's, you know, not let go, but he's held to, you know, he didn't reach the standard. Guys like that, and then you see how they expanded the roster with uh, Makai Bear and ben Hart. ben Hart, or not Ben Hart's in offense, but Bullock <laughs> and those guys. That's number one. Um, so then you could you get confidence as a player because you actually see it. I call it tangible that a coach is actually backing up words with act or actions with words or backing up his words with actions. But really, you know, all the defensive coaches, even though from Terrence Knighton, um, assuming Cooper, well, I'm not going to assume all of them, Terrence Knighton, Cooper, Dvorak, and obviously uh, Coach White, they, they seem to be really good teachers, right? And the reason why you know that is because, um, and you really saw it against Colorado and you saw it, a little bit of it, not as much against Minnesota, but you really saw it against Colorado, especially in that first two and a half, really the whole game, is the ability to to play multiple fronts on in a series in multiple personnel and multiple coverages. Mm-hmm. That lets you know they're actually teaching him and you know in in teaching them different ways because not all three of us learn different ways. So you know that's where they you know are I think are excelling and um, you know look, Coach White said it. Look. I don't need to look pretty. I just need to get the job done, and that's what they're doing. They're getting the job done, and they all know what they're doing. And, and the three three five helps because you can expand the roster and, and get additions of uh, you know like John Bullock and say John Bullock and Javen Wright. Right? You say like okay, well you get two linebackers. No, you actually get two linebackers and two rovers. So you actually get two. You get four. Mm-hmm. So you're multiplying your depth by 
having the versatility. versatility. Yeah. And then you get uh, Makai uh, Gobert where he can come in and he plays the, he's playing the jack position. He's not really built like the other jacks, right? Because you look at mm-hmm. you look at Chief Borders at least 6'4", Mim J. Sherman at least 6'3", 6'4", and I know Jamari Butler is 6'4". Uh, Makai is maybe 6'1", right? Mm-hmm. Maybe 6'2", I don't know. But you look, he you know, first thing he did, um, he looks totally different. He leaned out and looks in phenomenal shape. So now he's able to use his attributes to have made him, you know, you know, being successful so far as that's quickness and the want to and it started on special teams. So that's another thing that's been hammered home. He came down to Minnesota. I think he had two solo tackles, I think, on kickoffs or whatever. So now they, you know, they're, if you want to gain confidence as a coach and you're, not, and you're not playing or get gain confidence from a coach and you're not playing, run down, run down there and do your job on special teams or be a good special teams player, especially when the thing that helped him is being on the road two weeks because you only can bring 74. So now if Jay Foreman isn't performing or I roll an ankle or I say my helmet, even if it's so simple that I tackle somebody and my helmet comes off, college, you got to come out. Well, he goes in. Colorado, mm-hmm. boom, play. right? Six tackles, he starts mm-hmm. the next game. So, um, And look at the big thing coming out of camp was Chief Borders were starting. We haven't seen anything from him. You see a little bit more from MJ Sherman. You're seeing a lot from Jamari Butler. So you, now you see how they're multiplying in just a position and gives you flexibility. So that's really what's where, where they're setting themselves up for success. I'm loving the secondary. They yeah. compete. They're fighting. Yeah. They're they're there. You know, they're not like getting they like, just hanging out. Yeah, they're yeah. not just yeah. out hanging out. Yeah. They're coming up. They're making plays. But but tell me now, as we've seen the first home game, you saw the incitement, the excitement in the stadium. What is the next step in this two-game home stretch? Really three, but really these two are yeah. important builders in yeah. the process. What do you want to see in this next game that you didn't probably see this game, but something a part of that step stone to go to the next? The probably next more more consistency on the you know I, I want to see a more I want to see a, a sense of urgency from that offensive line from right from the get go. Felt like they got their butt kicked the first two quarters. I mean, they, they, well, you know, no, I felt like they did. Mm-hmm. Now, Northern Illinois has some, they got some, they got some dudes that are probably going to get, get chances in the NFL, might get drafted. I don't know their whole, you know, metrics, but they play with really good technique. They get off the ball. But if you're an offensive lineman, I got to see that attitude. And I want to see it all game. I like it at the second half, but I want to see it at the beginning because if, you know, that's what I, that's what I want to see improvement on the intent. And you know that. In the NBA, they call it playing with force. Mm-hmm. In football, I want to see your intentions right. Your yeah, intention- it's different than going attacking the rim, right. trying to lay the thing up, and right. then try- attacking the rim, yeah. trying to put somebody yeah. in the rim. Here's the analogy with with basketball. I'm going to the rim. I know I'm gonna get hit. I'm welcoming the hit. That's just part of me playing basketball. Yeah. Versus going up and then projecting the hit and then floating mm-hmm. and trying to look sweet. So I want to see that. Um, I want to see you know whoever starts a quarterback continue on that path of quarterback play. No turnovers from the quarterback position. Put the keep a, uh, the offense ahead of chains or ahead of the chains or on on uh, on schedule, and then keep throwing catchable balls. Right? You got to think. I don't know what Henry Harburg's uh, you know stats are off the top of my head, but fourteen for twenty four, one fifty eight. Okay, fourteen and twenty. There he is, the stat man over there, Austin three sixteen. Yes, sir. Right. <laughs> I, I watched the game again last night. There's four drops, legit in your hand. Yeah. Legit. So that's 18 to 24 right there. Right. That's 75% yeah. completion. Right. So they like that, right? Mm-hmm. So let's get, so that's, I mean, it, there's not an offensive coordinator out there that has a, essentially, I know Heinrich has been here, but it, essentially a freshman started. 
My man hasn't played a meaningful game since high school. And you got to think, Strick, you know, it doesn't matter what he does from here, right? He's earned some stripes, right, just by him being able to complete the task of being the guy that they started last week mm-hmm. because his situation is so unique, you know. And a little bit of it, Strick, in our, in our world is if you have a coaching or GM change, basketball and football. Right. Whereas we did last year. Whipple came in. Right. Right. I, first of all, I know Heinrich. He's a good kid. He's a great matter of fact, he's a great kid. Um, he's not a uh, high maintenance kid. He's not a kid that you don't like. But for whatever reason, he didn't fit the eye of Whipple. So it was to the point that he wasn't getting coached. Mm-hmm. He wasn't even going on road trips. He wasn't even being like coached in group group. Only thing that he was able to do was run scout team. Well, he didn't like quit. You know, I'm mm-hmm. sure he was mad. Mm-hmm. You know, we've been in those conversations. Mm-hmm. I know your dad, so I'm sure you, you know, where you, I, you know, I've been talking, you know. Yeah. No, but, but guess you what ain't going did? nowhere. Right. But <laughs> we had those conversations. Yeah. He very easily could have. He very easily could have transferred somewhere else because he said, you know, for and, he had, and you know what? He might have had every right. Just a whole year of not being coached. Then for him to welcome the coaching and the situation they got and must have done something, obviously, starting in the spring for them to get out there, it's it's commendable. And it's somebody that you talk about intestinal or internal fortitude. You know, that's the example of it. And I think last Saturday – Regardless if he starts another game, regardless if he turns into Tim Tebow, the Nebraska version, um, you know, he made a name for himself. Sounds, and, that, and that's and that's a good thing for the program. No doubt. It sounds like the start of a Jay Foreman H2 Hummer victory lap coming up on old school. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I ain't gonna I can't run any laps, man, but uh we we we, we get it we can get a sponsor. Tell Jake we get some. I think they still make Hummers, right? We can put one right yeah, out there. Still do. Yeah, uh, <laughs> wrap it up. Yeah, we, we, we can ride up and down O Street, and we'll, 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 Heinrich can get out the sunroof and get right on top. But uh, you know, I think on you know in old school, we're going to talk about you know where where the team's at, where they're going. Obviously, you know, I'm going to give my uh, and I'm sure DP will give his thoughts on the unfortunate unfortunate injury news that are that is a part of football. We'll, we'll probably touch a little bit on that Colorado Colorado State game. Um, expand on the thoughts of, of why people see the thing of what's funny about Colorado is there, there's a percentage of people that want to they, they it's they're fun to watch they're you know and they're happy for Dion and all that stuff majority of people watch it just so they want to see him fail that's when you know you're actually doing something well mm-hmm. Colorado's nowhere close to Alabama or Clemson or even Georgia will get no. there no. they're getting more viewers based on what he's able to do in a short amount of time and uh, you know, and and so you guys get you know. Do I like Colorado? I mean, he's not my favorite. I respect him. Um, they hit a home run in the hire. They got lucky, and their their AD will tell you. But it's the perfect match. And uh, you know, I think Matt Rule can do some things down here. Um, yeah. But there's there's some guys that just need to they need to step it up though. And there's nothing wrong with telling them that. Yeah, I'll tell them. I'm sure you will. Right? <laughs> we got to Dale, tell him on old school DP stepping in. Stricky, you better get first your, full hey, show in the studio. Yeah, we did hey, it. We made it. Come, hey, look at yes, him. I've been watching you cheesing over there. Hey, Strick, you know, like uh, <laughs> you got to tell these dudes get your weight up, man. Hey. Hey, Baker Mayfield <laughs> ran over that little DB, told him to get his weight, weight up. That's up, what I've been telling someone online. You better get your weight up, player. Yeah, it, it's it's time. It's time to make a difference. And uh, thank you for all that you do, Jay. Yeah. The wonderful work that you're gonna do next on old school. But we're out of here until tomorrow, two to four. On the block, we'll be ready. See you tomorrow.